Hello you, it's Dan here. It just occurred to me that there are probably some people who listen to the Danger Club podcast on a Monday. You listen to these episodes and maybe you think, hey, that's all these guys do. We don't put out any other episodes, but there is a load more. We are a network now. We have got three different shows plus a brand new show that I'm about to announce right now. What's that new show? Dan, tell us right now. No, I'm not going to because first I'm going to tell you all the other stuff that's happening on the network this week because it is stacked. Tomorrow, Tuesday, if you are a £5 and up Patreon subscriber, you're going to get a new episode of Danger Recall. And it's a really good one because we've got most of the team in and we're talking about episode 11 of the Danger Club podcast. It's the show where we go back and we talk about the stories behind the episodes. And episode 11 is the episode that nearly killed me, where Ross nearly killed me dead by being that funny with some improv. It's the episode that asks the question, you want the good stuff? You remember that one? Well, you can tomorrow on patreon.com slash dangerclubpodcast. And then on Wednesday, we're going live. We have Dangerous Wednesdays, our Twitch show, where this week we are going to have a special guest on the show and we are going to be talking about one-shot RPGs. So we're going to be talking about games that you can play in a single afternoon or a single gaming session and still get a good story out of them. I've been looking forward to having this chat for ages. I think it's going to be really, really good fun. That's on twitch.tv slash dangerclubpodcast. It's at 6 p.m. here in the UK. Uh, that is 1 p.m. over in Eastern Time. Uh, it is, I think, 10 a.m. Pacific Time. So you've got to get up earlier if you're on uh, that side of America or if you're on the other side of the world. Or... It doesn't matter because if you're a Patreon subscriber, you don't have to worry about getting up at any particular time. You don't even have to look at our silly faces. You're just going to get that audio in your podcast feed straight away when that, once that show's finished. You'll get the audio there. You can listen to it however you feel like. Right, announcement time. Fourth show, I said. Fourth show, I mean, starting this Friday and running every week for one month, we are going to be playing the brilliant... RPG Come Dice With Me. It is a role-playing game by Kieran Gillen, comic book writer and a game designer, and it is based on the hit British show Come Dine With Me, where people throw dinner parties for each other and score each other, and we are going to be playing it with the Danger Club podcast characters. So if you want to hear what Fulton's house is like, if you want to find out what Shania Rain cooks for a dinner party for her friends, then you are going to want to be there on Fridays to hear this ridiculous new show. It's going to run for one month. The first episode will come out this Friday on the main podcast feed. The rest of the episodes are going to be exclusive to our Patreon subscribers for £5 and up. So if you want to hear the rest of those episodes get on to patreon.com slash dangerclubpodcast and uh, get subscribed. Go on, treat yourself for Christmas. And treat yourself right now to episode 110 of the Danger Club Podcast. Previously on the Danger Club Podcast. Tonight, like, just be grateful for, like, these little custard ones. I know they're not as You'll good. be grateful that don't stuff pecans down your face. Dave, I'm very on edge today. If we go to the other place, it's in the middle of the Mwangi Expanse. We don't know where it is. Quantum's about 800 miles away from here. It's a long way. Grandma Boots will be the one to talk to. I'm sure she'll get us there for free. We, we would have to say to her what, what the purpose of the mission was. I'm sure she'd be quite curious. Meowsy-boob. I see you finally brought me what I asked for. The adventure continues. Cool. cool. Splendid. Excellent. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Danger Club Plowdy presents to you the most amazing 
people on all this earth. It is James Lockhart. Hello, I'm, I'm very proud to be here. Thanks. It is Scott Wilson Buzzgrove. I am proudly, proudly here. It is Drummond Bolskill. Very proud to meet you, yes, hi. And Colin Hubbard. Proud to be here, thank you, yes. And introducing the one, the only, the Dungeon Master, Dan Thompson. Plowed and powerful. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Danger Club podcast. <laughs> what an opening. What an opening. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't even know what that was. What, what was that, Ross? I could, I could really don't know. S- just went with it, you know? I could really see Ross getting one of those upside-down mics that come down on a, on a wire just in the middle of a ring. That'd yeah. be great. Oh, that'd, be a, uh, that'd be the next one that I'll do. I'll do, ent- like, wrestling intros. Wouldn't it? You'd be I'm, great I, I at think that. I'm, I think you're missing out on a vocation there, Ross. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, imagine that. Like, imagine if there was. Imagine if there was some kind of an industry where you could go in front of people and do funny voices and sort of portray <laughs> other characters. Um, oh. like, you would be amazing at that, oh, Ross. You should, yeah. you should do that. Oh. If only yeah. such a thing existed. It doesn't. <laughs> Not anymore. It's in the it dust. In the existing. dust. <laughs> That's why I'm in my kitchen with a light bulb underneath my chin. <laughs> Those are YouTube can see that at the moment. <laughs> Actual no, play. Actual play podcasting is the the last bastion of that kind of performance of performance work. We are the uh, we are Rose on the top of the Titanic as it's going down, uh, telling Leonardo DiCaprio to hold on but not letting him up on the door. That is that is where we are. <laughs> we're like uh, we're like druggies because you know this is our drug. You know performing is our drug, and this is the only way we can do it at the moment. Is uh, just uh, it's this is Danger Club is like crack. <laughs> I mean, I, remembering I mean, back to the before times, I can tell you, for a lot of performers, performing was not their drug. Their drugs were definitely <laughs> drugs. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, have you done lots of crack, Ross? Is that something uh, that you... No, I'm just imagining what crack then is. Then how can you compare it? <laughs> You're a middle-class <laughs> broad! <laughs> I love the way you did that, did that whole thing, holding a big cup of tea. Uh, yeah. Very, yeah. very sort of crack. That's very good. Welcome to the crack hour. Oh my god. I I had a cough yesterday. I got a cough yesterday and I was just like, "Oh god, this is it. That's the one." And it's just and I get like cuz my immune system's trash. I it, as soon as it gets to the winter, I get little coughs all the time and just feel a bit down, a lot a bit run down all the time. And now it's just like any time you cough more than twice in a, in like 5 minutes, you're like, "That's it. I'm dead." Oh, yeah. There we are. There we oh, go. Yeah. That's Yeah. Yeah. Know, a, couple, a couple of times I've had a little sort of crink in my neck and been like, "Oh, oh god." Crink in my neck, um, but it turns out that's not a symptom. So uh, I just a crink. What? What? A crink. A crink. A crink in, in, the in the neck is worth two in the bush. Are we? Is it, <laughs> do, do you have to be ploughed about a crink in your neck? Oh, I wasn't ploughed about that, mate. I tell you what. Uh, no. <laughs> at least you didn't. At least you didn't pull you back on day one of lockdown. I was moving some stuff in my room and picked it up. And then immediately was like bed bound for the next four days. I'm still am. To be when, honest, when you say you picked something up and you were bed bound for four days, was it your PlayStation controller? No. Oh, I'm still in bed now. No. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm walking around like an old man now, just going, my bloody, my bloody back, my <laughs> bloody back. What did you, what did you pick up, Ross? Uh, just some. Uh, 
I can't. Oh, it was some comics in in uh, one of them was the Moon comics. So thanks, Dan. <laughs> Yay! There we go. <laughs> so you you picked wow. up an issue of the Moon comic and did your back. Um, yeah. That is that's amazing. Is was, this is this like hidden is marketing? Is this is is this what like reality TV does? And they like pretend that they're watching an advert, but actually you're getting the advert through their perception. <laughs> yeah. yeah this, Dan, this did you really pay for this way. content? Is that what's going on? <laughs> this is the equivalent of in the uh, in in. Um, uh, World War Z when Brad Pitt is just like leaning on the wall drinking a Pepsi with it just like right in the camera <laughs> while he's solving the zombie play that's what's yeah, going yeah. on there um, oh that's but, uh, tasty mm. but yes the moon comic is available from beyond the <laughs> <laughs> next yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and apparently there's a very special edition which is made out of moon rock uh, which is Ross has one of those issues yeah. um, dangerlings <laughs> if you are in danger of like pulling your back by lifting one comic book then stretch don't be like Ross spend some time doing yoga like once a week like wow dude do some Pilates yeah, man. man yeah <laughs> strengthen that core I'm trying to strengthen the back now but I can't Not bloody now. move it's too late. now I gotta let it rest you know. I- are you, are you, are you We're trying to record a podcast, Ross. I think it's a cover story. I think he was researching the crack hour, which he definitely wanted to talk about this week, <laughs> and uh, was just trying to get a good look at his own asshole. And uh, <laughs> say, um, and oh dear, you say he wanted to research the crack hour, but I don't think he's ever been to Poland. Oh, hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, though, I'm really looking forward to the training montage of Ross, sort of you know, bench pressing a board game and sort of walking up and down his steps, carrying a sort of yeah. copy of a magazine, and yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I, I've seen Ross's board game collection. Do not st- some of those are gigantic games. Let's not oh, yeah. let's not start with that. Let's start with a card game. Work your way up to it. Yeah. You know, start with yeah. uh, start with Love Letter, and then gradually work your. Once you're on Twilight Imperium, then nothing can stop you. Then, oh yeah, yeah. Then you're ready for anything. So you guys threw me plenty of curveballs last week when we uh, got into the. Uh, Oh, when we got into the episode, uh, having having for so long said, no matter what happens, we are never going to speak to Grandma Boots. It's become the <laughs> mantra of uh, of everyone. We will never go to the Arcanarinium. We will never speak to the wizards. We will never do that. We are now starting off this week's game in the yeah, Arcanarinium. That's not our choice. That's Talking not our choice. Boots. If there was another way of getting to Nex or to Mangy Expanse, then we'd, we'd circumvent this whole this whole mewling grandma situation which is maybe related to Beelzebub because he's so trustworthy it's, it's just it's just fell on our laps this way <laughs> I've got to say I'm also genuinely surprised I didn't realise it was Arcanorinium I, th- I yeah, it was Ross. or Ar- I th- yeah <laughs> what he's you've been telling us the Arcanium for ages yeah Beelzebub did that wasn't Ross that wasn't Austin a character choice don't you even try that wasn't a- <laughs> 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 these are the lies he cooks up while he's lying in bed with his back out can I tell next <laughs> I, it was it was only our uh, our patrons who corrected me on that and told us the actual pronunciation of it because I've been pronouncing it wrong for ages because if you look at the word arcanarinium as, as a dyslexic person your brain just says don't even bother it just shortens it to whatever the shortest pronounceable thing yeah. is uh, and let's be fair the word arcanarinium is a silly word the old, the old fancy yeah, the old a silly fancy word. have many vowels have many vowels in words love it don't they fantasy loves it yeah yeah that's, yeah. the, that's like the next stage. If you want to make a fantasy word, you make the you take the thing that you are doing and put eum on the end of it. And then if you're maybe if you want to like make it fancy, or if someone's already taken that, just stick another eum on the end of it and just keep <laughs> doing that. You know, by the time we get to in Starfinder, it's probably called the Arcanarinium. But yeah. here 
it has only a couple of eniums. Uh, and you are there. Uh, you've chosen not to take a boat. You've chosen not to find a back street. Oh, well, um, a back street we haven't chosen not to do those things. Yeah. We're just okay. doing this okay. first. The verdict's out because we're going to have to find prices. And, we you are, know, guys. We are doing it. We're spending this cash. What is the point of having the cash if you can't spend it to save the world? Come on. She's Get there quicker. For free. Don't worry we're about not, it. We're not going to save the world. We're just literally like, oh, it's so bougie. It's just yeah, no, so bougie. There's no emissions involved. We're not it's getting a plane across halfway across the world. Like it's it's environmentally friendly. It's fine. Bam thing. In fact, it's probably more environmentally friendly to teleport because then we don't. You, you think of all those. You you want to do all those sailors have a job? Don't all them boat listen, builders. Don't, all them river folk. Yeah, do you want to don't do all listen, those sailors? Don't, don't start yeah. with the whole, why should we close nuclear power plants down? What are they going to do when they don't have... I see this. I've done this argument before. <laughs> <laughs> you're like those people who don't clear up their food when you're eating a food court because it's someone's job to put it all, to clear it up. Honestly, yeah. Vilda. Employment. <laughs> and I scatter it about so they've got more to do. Yeah. I don't. It's almost, it's almost like there's a ship's captain that I'm desperately trying to get back into. The <laughs> Actually, you're right. You're right. That's Banff. <laughs> Decision made. <laughs> so let's pick things up. Danger Club in the Arcanarinium. Um, Grandma Boots. The elderly cat folk. She has graying fur, pointed ears. She's wearing wizard's robes um, with some jewellery on it. A kind of um, sort of eastern kind of long hanging silken um, robes uh, pl- lots of jewellery rings on all of her fingers on her paws she comes down the stairs and she's uh, eyeing all of you um, as she arrives says, ah, Yazewob, I see you finally brought what I asked for you better all come into my office she- yes let us go dingy clean just to the others Carabao goes now nah, brace yourselves we're not going to have a complete sentence between the two of them, all right? So just be prepared to mentally fill in the gaps <laughs> yeah. in this entire conversation. This could be very difficult. So it might just be one long sound. Who knows? She leads you up a spiral set of stairs from the entranceway uh, and uh, to a door about uh, um, two floors up, which she opens and lets you in. It is a... Uh, it's a fairly large office. There are lots and lots of books of arcane theory um, all over the walls. There is a, uh, a writing desk and chair behind it, a big window looking out over the city, um, and a table and several chairs lined up. As she arrives, she gestures to the chairs for you all to sit and uh, waves a hand says, Tea! Um, a teapot clambers out from behind one of the shelves uh, followed by several cups um, they make their way to the table uh, the teapot begins pouring several cups of tea um, what do you mean it, it was just it was just back there <laughs> there's a teapot just back there full of tea all this time I mean we complain about jobs isn't it employment shut up well no that's done look that's done some perfectly good sort of you know butler or someone is out of a job because of a walking teapot that apparently lurks about behind some books filled with tepid tea what a world world we live in you're not one of these butler rights activists are you well you know they deserve jobs as well you know why are you such a socialist all of a sudden? No, no, not a socialist. Just, you know, <laughs> I mean, the, don't like Yeah, and teapots. if so, what about the teapot? The teapot needs employment. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Why does the teapot need employment? We created that. 
<laughs> the teapot no, is just staring us- daggers at Velda. <laughs> yes, I mean, uh, I think butlers should get employment, especially because the butlers' rights activists get shortened to bras. Thank you. I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want to burn those, or do you? I don't know. That's up to you. Like, That's don't ask me. Whoever wears them, it's their choice. Yeah. I don't wear them, but then I have uh, then I have about twelve nipples. Okay, I'm all right for tea. I'm all right oh. for tea. Thank you. Well, yes, yes, Good heavens. Um, um, yeah. So, 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 wait. Um, you, you, you have absolutely no support, even though you have uh, twelve boobies. Once you've had as many kitten folk as I have, you don't need it. Uh, I would have thought that you know once you once you have you know had the had the kitten folks that this would actually make you know for for much more reasoning for the support you know I know that I myself uh, are very much in need of um, of support even so I do not have um, you know I, I mine are not so I can much. tell that Dan's is desperately trying to get a steer off this course of conversation. Yeah. I can tell you now, Velda is looking really, really <laughs> awkward whilst this conversation is going on. He's just sort of like, "Well, we here. Do you know about moon cups? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Does it walk sadly, and talk? <laughs> just, sadly, those days are long behind me. She holds up an old uh, an underwear catalogue from many years ago uh, that shows Grandma Boots wearing six bras. <laughs> Well, uh, fair enough. <laughs> Ooh, they look yes, good. Uh, yeah. uh, we had very lustrous fur. Um. Yes, I was quite the catch in my day. Uh, funny how things uh, distract me. Anyway, I don't know why I even keep this on my desk, to be honest. It's yes. probably not <laughs> So I've got so much of Grandma Booth just in between seeing clients just staring at pictures of herself in an underwear catalogue. Car- um, That's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Carrigal uh, bookmarks that. Uh, that catalogue just for future costume. <laughs> what the what just the future? The hey, I thought we were going to do that when you said <laughs> the cat. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, Carago just bookmarks Slide it for later on, just in case he needs it for um, costume purposes. It's good that. It's good. <laughs> Excellent. She sits down um, and uh, the teacup pour, the teapot pours tea for anyone who wants it. And says, "Joe, you are the danger club, are you? That's right. Yes. Yells hmm. the there told me a few things about your situation. Uh, what things has he told you? <laughs> he tells me that you are uh, tells me that you're here in the city on some kind of uh, mission of some importance. We all turn to look at Beelzebub. <laughs> yeah. What sort of mission? A mission involving several items of great power. I'm just, I'm just mouthing "I see you" to Beelzebub. I'm just mouthing it. <laughs> yeah, eyes are widening. There is just sweat pouring let- from Beelzebub at the moment. <laughs> right, Beelzebub, be honest with me. Yeah. What yeah. did you tell Grandma Boots? I want to hear it from you. All right. I told her that we have very powerful things and that some people were looking for these things. Did you say what the things were? Um, Be honest. I may have told them, uh, told Grandma Boots what they looked like. Grandma Boots. Pardon me. D- 
did this yes. man thing use a particular word when describing these items of great power? Uh, Grandma Boots reaches down and just takes the uh, the teapot, which is just pouring, overflowing into one of the cups as it sits transfixed on Beelzebub, wondering what he's going to say next. She just kind of takes it and puts it down on the side. He said that you had, he said that you had several shards of power. <sighs> yeah, some kind of old magic. Right. And uh, what would you want to do with this information? Hmm. The same thing that any responsible person would want to do. I would want to make sure that these things do not fall into the wrong hands. Some ends. kind of insight check, please, for that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Perception yeah. check. Yeah. Like, what, what, what denotes the right hands for her? This is what we want to know. 23. I rolled one as well, just because. Yeah. <clears throat> I knew you would. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Scott. It, it is Scott, higher. It always as well, is. So. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, 27. 27. So, um, I mean, they're both pretty good rollers. They are. Pr- they are quite good. Unfortunately, one of them is. <laughs> The other one is not quite. Um, it's hard to get a read. It's hard to get a read on her. Um, but um, Bubba, you notice that while you have been here, her eyes have darted um, to vary to all of your patch, all your uh, bags, um, occasionally, particularly Velda's. Um, okay, I'm gonna um, <clears throat> just kind of message. Uh, can I group message? She will notice you cast the spell and then like yeah. whisper into your hands. Oh yeah, she yeah. will, wouldn't she? Yeah, okay. Um, message your bestest friend Fulton. Yeah, I could do, couldn't I? Really? What's no? Um, come on, what's that going to achieve? What's, you no, are. I might just what level. did you say? <laughs> <laughs> you want me to kill her in secret? Oh, actually. I'm He's got gonna... one of the shards, I think, hasn't he? He's Fulton in his backpack. How have yep. you let that happen? Yeah, it's the best place to be. No one's going to fucking take it from... Oh, I mean, Literally, you did take two like, shoes you fell over yeah, so. and I robbed you. Like, <laughs> Caragor, Caragor <laughs> took the shoes, but not the incredibly powerful magical item from his back. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I didn't know you had it on you. Now I do. I might steal it. <laughs> it's hiding in plain shite. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen here, Boots. Right? I've seen you looking. I can see you looking at all our bags. I can see the tea is just pouring out and out and out and out. No one else has noticed but me. Right? What's going on? And now we all know, don't we? In the room, everyone knows that you're looking at the bags. I can see you. You better talk or you're going to get an axe to the face. That would be a mistake. Now, now, we can solve this. We can get through this together. Beelzebub, you weren't supposed to say anything, you naughty little boy. Now, Grandma Boots, <laughs> right? We need to sort this out, don't we? Because yes. this is a dangerous time to be in. Yes, you know these are powerful. I don't know why you're looking and trying to find them or whatever, but we need to have a serious conversation right now otherwise it's going to kick off and we don't want that to happen do we grandma boots no good not we understand each other 
Well, I, no, speaking as a fellow magic user, I, I, it's only understandable that she has some sort of curiosity about them. I mean, they are you know, sort of uh, odd things. No, your grandma boots is my friend. Yeah, she you wouldn't. Shut up! Shut up! Shut your mouth right oh, now! Right. You big, still in doghouse. Big blabbermouth. Grandma, grandma mm-hmm. boots. Um, if I may ask you, who else have you talked to or discussed about these items? Nobody at the moment, until I know exactly what we're dealing with. I felt it best not to. Perception. Go ahead, give me a perception. I'm percepting on her. Go on, Colin. Go on, roll, mate. Go on, you go. All right, I wasn't <laughs> going to, but I will. <laughs> uh. <laughs> what you say? What you say? Come on, tell me. 21. 24! Hey, there you go! Yeah. I see things. It's my catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think she's lying. Could not be 100%, but you don't think so. If I have to be honest, I'm concerned. Because clearly these are things of great power. Whatever it is that you're carrying, it's some kind of powerful magic. That sort of thing is something best not treated lightly. Yeah. I'm trying to assess if, uh, it, if they are safe in your possession. Yeah, Fulton okay. grips his axe and goes, uh, they're definitely safe in mine. No fucker's gonna take this from me. Nobody. Wait, where's Fulton? Where's my shoes gone? Where's the shoes? <laughs> 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 yeah. Right. Uh, well, leaving that aside, uh, we have been the custodians of these objects for quite some time, and as yet, they are safe in our possession. And also, we are taking steps to remedy this situation, shall we say? So your assistance might prove useful. Yes, Grimma Boots, we we require your assistance to go to the uh, to go to uh, the the quantum, uh, the capital of next to uh, go to the uh, yeah, well, yes, to yeah, go yeah, to the d- library. D- 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 Right, uh, you do love divulging information, don't you, Balesy Boo? No, but we need, uh, uh, and we need a powerful magic yes, user like you des- to transport us there. The destination. I mean, you, when you hire a, a boat, you don't tell them why you're going somewhere, do you? Just say you want a boat. Yeah. Uh, yes, we need transportation to the capital of Nix. Why do you no want to go? No reason whatsoever. Uh, why do you want to go to Quantum, Balesy Boo? Oh, oh. He looks like he literally cannot lie. Uh, he goes, <laughs> Don't shoot Alright, just hang on. You said my name in all of that one. <laughs> um, why do you want to know, Grandma? Or should I say Boots? Or should I say Miss Boots? Miss mm, Boots is good. I want to know if you're if you're carrying things that are potentially dangerous and you want to take them to my home city then I think I have a right to know exactly why it is you want to take them there especially since you may be taking them into some kind of peril why would we be taking them into some kind of peril why do you want to go to quantum we just I assume it's not to visit Bnyozy Warp's family well, we we wish to, do to find day, out more. This is it. We are in search of information, uh, much the same as many other people. Hmm. What possible information could you hope to be finding in Quantium that you cannot find here in Absalom? 
that her eyes narrow as she <clears throat> looks at you all. That is as much of a mystery to us <clears throat> as it is to you. We, we uh, need to go to. What? What? Sorry. Stop speaking, mate. Is this? Is hey, it, you better stop speaking. Is this a medically <laughs> diagnosed? It's easier for me. Yeah, it's, 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 for some reason, he never speaks when you speak, Fulton. It's extraordinary. Uh, but uh, yeah. is it some sort of medically diagnosed condition that you have that you're uh, just divulging information? No, I, I just, I just want to be your friends, and I thought it was helping you. Did I? Do, uh, oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about this later. I suppose. So what'd you say, Miss Boots? Um, reckon you want to help us get over to Nex? What do you, uh, how do you propose to get there? I can give you a shipping schedule if you wish. We were thinking something a little more. And Caragor looks back at the camera and then back to her. Instantaneous. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what are you looking at? Just, I don't know, the same thing that Beelzebub was looking it's at. A, just a window, really. A really good window <laughs> to look in and out of. <clears throat> Instantaneous. <laughs> The whispering way agents who are filming you through the window. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you? They're onto us. Look right at me. Um, she thinks for a moment and says, "You want teleportation magic? Aye. So you need to go to Quantium for no reason, but you must get there very, very quickly. Is this what you are telling me?" I mean, well, if we can get there really quickly, that's beneficial, but it's not like we need to get there really quickly. We're just like, we cut out the old time, get there early, do some sunbathing, whatever. Yeah, it would be helpful. You know, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Or is it? <laughs> that's what I'm concerned about, <clears throat> Mistress Dark Elf. Uh, if it is... Uh, if it is something to do with the end of the world, then I it, I have a responsibility and to what try you, and prevent that. Do you? What, what do you know about the end of the world? Hmm? Come on. Why don't you open up a little bit to us? Hmm? You know, I, I thought we had a bond. I thought we were talking, you know. But now you're here, you're, you're dodging questions, you're being evasive, and it feels like you're after our stuff. So why don't you open up to us a little bit? T- tell us why, you, you know, why is it your responsibility? Come on. I'd like to. Because I do not know if powerful equipment should be entrusted to children. <gasps> when she said about um, uh, my duty to prevent the end of the world, I'd like to read her body language on that, please. Sure. Colin, if you'd like to join me. Why not? Uh, not as good that time. Mine is a 13. 23. Back in the game. Uh, she is... <laughs> she is irritated. She is not happy uh, about the assertions being thrown. And her patience is wearing thin. Please, my friend, you, you can trust Grandma Boots. She, she only wants the best. Uh, uh, for who? For for the for the world, for uh, trust me, I have known her for a long time. She would not betray me or uh, my family or anyone. All right, Beelzebub, you made a very impassioned Miss, point there, Miss, Miss Boots. Um, just feels weird calling you grandma. I don't know why. Um, 
We are at an impasse. You know something about us, and we need to know if we can trust you. We need to know if we can trust you, and you want to be reassured that the things we're carrying, we're not carrying them for nefarious ends and we aren't idiots. So, how can we propose an arrangement whereby you prove something to us, you prove the fact that you don't want these things for your own ends, and that we can prove to you that we are not, as you say, children? How can we do this? A test of faith or something. And you can tell me why you need to go to Quantium. That might be a start, since you're asking for something extremely powerful. But before we do that, let's have a little bit of honesty from you in... What have you done with your life? Have you been... (laughs) <laughs> have you been have you been bamfing people around town? Do you research demo- demonology? Are you into some kind of sigil fetishes? I don't know what your magic users get up to. <laughs> What's the thing that you always do? Who are you? My field of study is division- divination magic, if that is of interest. I am one of the Archlords of Nyx. It is part of my, one of my duties to see the teachings of Nyx restored and protected. The traditions of our old lord held upheld in our homeland and to encourage the study of magic and the protection of magical artifacts here and everywhere on Galarian. Dan, I got mm-hmm. a 29 on an arcana check just to... Have I heard of this? Is this, is this legit? Do I know much about these? This, if she's telling the truth? Uh, about what? About her, what she is and wh- where she comes from and like that she's the grand... Whatever it is, as you said, the Archlords. The, Arch- the Archlords Arch of Nex. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the Archlords of Nex are a faction uh, within Nex. Uh, they are. They hold themselves up to be the original disciples of the Archwizard Nex. Um, they, yeah, they're they're traditionalists. So they seek to try and keep things going the way Nex would have ha- uh, would have had them. Uh, in their old time, right. they are also they also have a presence here in Absalom. They were the founders of the Arcanarinium. They brought uh, a lot of the magical studies uh, from Garand to Absalom, and they founded the Wizard School here. So they do have a um, they do have a presence here. Right. So it'd be fair to describe them as ultra conservative, then, in their views. Uh, they certain they certainly are conservatives. Yeah. Right. With a small C. Hmm. See, she she told you uh, about herself, and now, uh, now we should tell her why we're going we to Nex. We don't necessarily know that the Archlords of Nex have got these things' best interest at heart. It sounds like they would just want to take them and keep them, put them in a vault, and maybe use them to restore. I don't know. Let's say a previously great empire that was destroyed by war with a neighboring faction made entirely of undead. How does that sound to you, Grandma Boots? I would rather see them locked away and preserved than carted around to anywhere dangerous where any madman could get his hands then on them. Then we are at an accord, because that is what we would also like to see as well. Out of the two options. It seems you can trust me. The question is, can I trust you? Uh, well, we uh, need to go to the Scrivenbar uh, library to learn of the 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 shards and their power and uh, she yes. drops her teacup <laughs> the teacup 
hovers before it hits the floor and then sort of sheepishly floats back onto the table and lands there. I mean, I could find a smashing teacup sound effect really easily. (laughs) (laughs) That that one's going to be difficult, man. (laughs) Just, yeah, search for hovering, hovering spilt teacup. Tweet as teacup. I'll have to make that one myself. Philippe reaches over and pushes the teacup back off the table. It smashes. Um, (laughs) But in a very very obtuse way. So just make sure that reflects in the sound. You want to go where? To the scri- you went to take two unknown items of great power to the Scrivenborough. It is the only way we can learn about the powerful shards. There is a price we will have to pay, yes. But if we need to, if we want to learn about these shards and what they do, and where to keep them from the evils of this world, then we must go to the Scrivenborough Library. Yes, it is. It is Abraxas's home. Uh, well, he may be there, and we may have to, you know, do a fight a demon lord, which would be really awkward. Um, but it is the way. <laughs> she looks across all of us. Fuck the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hmm. So you are fools, then. The price that may be exerted upon you in this Grivenbara is great. Perhaps greater than any of you have ever paid. Is it greater than 500 gold pieces? Because we've got that. The Grivenbara will not demand gold from you. I thought so. It's going to be one of them prices, not an actual coin price. Bloody hell. Is that something? Would you give up? that which you would never contemplated giving up before for this quest. Is there anything that you would not part with? I can tell you right now that I have parted with more in my lifetime than I care to mention and I am ready to part with anything in order for the correct thing to happen. So you do not scare me with these words, crone. Aye, I'm the same. I've lost a lot of things recently mainly, but as long as I have my friends with me, that's all that matters. Yeah, I lost like a banjolele once. <laughs> yes. And and I just left it. Do you know what I mean? I just thought, but I can deal with it. So we can deal with anything, mate. Yes, I can tell you yeah? that there's lots that I really don't want to give up. <laughs> Thanks, Velda. Um, you know, I'm just being uh, honest. I, I, I might... Well, hopefully it won't be you that has to fucking choose choosing, him. Choosing to take that the right way. Um, also, when you say... Um, and wise. Giving up that which we cannot contemplate, are we meant to know what we can... We can't answer that question, can we? Because we can't contemplate it. Dan? Sorry. Yes. Well, can I make it just a quick... Full? Um, <laughs> knowledge... Uh, local uh, or something because obviously I'm from there have I heard any stories about some people that have gone in there and what's happened uh, to it'd be society uh, to society. know a little cool. bit about it society or any kind of particular law uh, check if it's relevant 24 24 oh, 24 um, so the Borough is something that is spoken of in whispers no one seem, no one you have ever spoken to or have heard of knows where it is it is a secret library somewhere yeah. in the city uh, where there is forbidden knowledge um, and it is said that it is said that it's a library of secrets it's a library where 
um, where things are known that are not known elsewhere um, and it is it is known that to to learn secrets from it you may have to part uh, it just says you, the only thing you've heard is you may have to part with that which you are not willing to lose cool I'll relay this to the team my win and be as well yes so we have to Grandma lose something boots that we're, we're not willing to lose Grandma Boots considers uh, your answers says, yes she looks at Karagor uh, and at Baba and at Velda and says yes I believe you do not know whether or not you would be willing to pay the price and then she looks to Fulton and Shania but I believe you do perhaps you are fools but when a quest is foolish perhaps it is only fools that we can rely on very well I will help you I cannot provide promised safety but I can help with passage if that is what you require this is much appreciated yeah Yes, Beelzebub did a good thing. We are yeah. You're on thin ice right Still now, son. Inches <laughs> in the doghouse, mate. Yeah. Also, gra- Grandma yeah. Boots, um, you, you, you talk about fools, but didn't you train this one? No, he was my charge when he was brought here to Absalom. I owe a debt to his parents, and I looked after him when he was brought here helped him on his way, tried to help him to become the man that his father wanted him to become. I see. Have you told them about what happened in the precipice quarter, Beelzebub? Uh, yes, I told them I was a hero, and I saved the city. We have city. no other form of information to check that source from, so that's... Yeah, we couldn't find any <laughs> facts around yeah, it. Yeah, do, do be rest assured, there was a healthy dose of salt with uh, all that we were told. She th- she smiles. Yeah. Yes, I would tell you the same thing that his mother told me when he first came here to Absalom. He's your problem now. <laughs> <laughs> Incidentally, the same thing that my mother said to my wife uh, the day that uh, we got married. <laughs> <laughs> like, imitating art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never truer thing said. Um, I am not, however, I am not, however, an expert in. I am not a ritualist. You will need uh, some an expert to help you with this, and I would imagine it is probably safest for everybody if uh, your journey is not widely known. If you've already been to the Pathfinders and you've already asked me, then there is a good chance that there are others who already know about it. I heard about that thing that happened out in the tyrant's grasp with the burning letters. I told Beelzebub to warn you about the Whispering Way. I'm sure he did. Um, But there's a good chance there are many in the city by now that know about your mission. Pathfinders leak like a sieve despite their best intentions. I know somebody who might be able to help you. He is one of our ritualists here. Your goblin. He's discreet enough. What is his name? His name is Wormer. Wormer Brainsprout. He is a 
uh, he was part of one of the goblins who uh, came to us after the fall of the, the old goblin tribes in the north. Powerful wizard, if a little erratic, one of their old shamans. He should be able to uh, cast the requisite primary spells so long as you have experts who can provide their own expertise uh, in terms of constructing the circle correctly and uh, plotting a course so that you land. As far as I understand, teleportation magic to coastal cities is dangerous. Right, because you might end up in the sea, right. Also, uh, Grandma, I just want to correct you on one thing. Then burning letters out near the tyrant's grasp. That wasn't for us. That was for a bloke named Bulk Ren Regnad. Bulk Regnad. Yeah. Um, apparently he's quite famous and he's hard to get hold of. So I think people just. It depends how you look at it. A lot of people are looking at it wrong. Um, so it depends where you stand on the tower looking down at it. I think it's it's just the other way around. That's all. That's all. Can I? Can I? Can I try and just major that coincidence? That, that you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> make yeah, go on, make a um, make a deception check. Seventeen. <laughs> a seventeen. She just arches an eyebrow and says, Well, poor bulk is all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> poor bulk um, indeed. So you're going to get this goblin to help us, but we've got to do we've got to pay him? Yes. He will no. not uh, he will not transport you for free, I'm sure. So I can cover so, some of the... Uh, I have some materials that I can uh, put forward for it, but you may need to make up some of the rest of it yourself. So that's very kind of you. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Hmm. You will. Go down to the... Uh, go down to sub-basement 2. <laughs> Look for Office 41B. You will find him there. That's where he constructs his rituals. Take this note. She uh, hands a uh, she hands a blank piece of paper um, to Beelzebub. Show him this. You'll know it's from me. Excellent, Grandma Boots. We will do our best, and our best is our best. Because don't miss the best. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, cool. We head out. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, we go. We go. Yeah. Okay. You head out of the office. Um, she bids you goodbye. You head out of the office, and as you leave, she turns and looks at one of the teacups and goes, "What are you looking at?" Uh, and then closes the door. Um, you make your way back down the stairs, through the lobby, down a side corridor, down another side corridor, following different signs, asking directions as you go, um, and down several flights of stairs until you get to the oh, sub-basement Because I wrote that down. I didn't um, want a repeat of the um, uh, of the Ossery episode, so I wrote that one down. I'm going to make us repeat that. Sub-office 2. It's all right, guys. I've drawn a map. 41. 41. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you make your way... Sub basement two, office forty one B. There is a uh, a small looking door, um, which uh, which just says Doctor Brainsprout uh, on the door. Knock on the door. Knock on the door. From inside, you hear yes. Who is it? Bulk 
Um, Reagan, that, never mind, never mind. Uh, it's, we've been sent down here by uh, Boots, Grandma Boots. Uh, there's a give him a note, give him a note. But he hasn't opened the door well, yet. We're not in the room yet. <laughs> the, the door's shut. <laughs> there's a scuffling All right, Shania, all right. Inside, um, and uh, a door opens. Uh, there is a ragged-looking goblin before you with a... Uh, with a huge head, he has a wrinkled face, uh, tiny little beady red eyes, uh, and jagged yellowing teeth. Uh, looking at you, he has long, scraggy black hair sticking out from around his uh, uh, his ears, uh, and he's wearing tatty uh, robes with a necklace of animal bones around his neck. He looks up at you and says, "Who are you? We are on urgent." And then I look at Caragor. Bees, Wait, you, bees. you looked at me but you didn't wait for the confirmation you just looked at me and then continued the thing that you were saying anyway like, do you know what Caragor I think he just gave you the eyeball <laughs> you see me did you just eyeball Caragor did you see me no no I mean I was no uh, uh, please take it <laughs> <laughs> he takes the note um, and uh, gives it a read says, yeah Grandma Boots has sent you down, has she? Yes. So, you want teleportation magic? That's right. Hmm. If you can help us with this, we must appreciate it. Where do you want to go? To Quantium. I mean, yes. a specific place in Quantum, not just, like, scattered around. Well, yes, know? I mean, yes. Uh, somewhere nice. Sort of in front of a nice inn or something like that. Yeah. Mm. Not too expensive. Teleport. He, uh, he leads you inside his office. It is sort of very dankly lit. It is lit by little candles floating around, and there is a painted circle uh, in some kind of dark liquid uh, on the s- in the centre of it. Um, the candles are all kind of burning down, and on different shelves there are just skulls and burning little pots of incense and things. I don't want um, to, but Caragor is going to not be able to help himself and make some kind of survival check or nature check to ascertain the nature of that dark liquid. I don't want to find out what that is. Caragor's, okay. Caragor's just naturally <laughs> curious about that kind of thing. Okay, there goes a survival check. Oh no, don't worry about it. I'm never going to find out anyway. It's eight. Don't, doesn't worry. There we go. I tried. Uh, Great. Innocence is bliss. Velda, in a similar sort of vein, is looking at it, but from a sort of um, um, a magic kind of perspective. And he got a 25 on an arcana roll just to sort of divulge what sort of arcana this is. I know it's, you know, yeah, go on. So this yeah, is ritual magic um ritual magic is an offshoot um of magic which is cast over a large amount long periods of time rather than um something that is learned and cast directly it requires multiple participants and is entirely almost its own branch of magic it still exists within the schools of magic uh, like they still um spells still fall within particular um schools However, it is incredibly um, esoteric and the people who study it tend to be quite eccentric because they have to put their whole lives into it. Or powerful magic users might learn a couple of rituals. Uh, But people who really delve into rituals, uh, they are the people who, you know, because a ritual you have to spend days alone by yourself preparing and chanting by yourself uh, or with other people, um, it tends to make you a little peculiar. Um, Um... Actually, my friends, why don't... Well, we are... We 
need to go see my parents because I'm showing you my family because you're my bestest yeah, friend. We, yeah, we know this is why, okay? You don't need to tell us again. <laughs> so if you could drop us... And then I, like, direct... I, I put on Google Maps where my house is in... Sorry, I'm turning into you now. I should yeah. actually finish the sentence. It's a teleportation circle, right? You've just got another circle in next that it goes it to. depends where you wish the other circle to be. There are just outside my house. Don't hand out It'd the address of your parents' house. What are you doing? Yes, wouldn't it be? Yeah. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be better to put it somewhere a little more remote? I mean, we don't want anyone there whilst we when we yeah, band exactly. in. I mean, surely that's going to be disastrous. Someone. No, just like out in the f- like street or something near my house. Yeah, but do you? Somebody could be in the street, or some little old lady, or something wandering into the. Ver- yeah, I don't want to land on an old. Yes. Yeah, person. Oh, all right. Yes. In the middle of These a battle are or something. All possibilities. <laughs> Teleportation magic is a window into the dark side of all of us. It involves passing through a place of great pain and suffering and a void beyond that which we can comprehend. To travel through this is to travel through the void and to face the darkness within our God, own brim, selves. Brimbone. Yes. Brimbone would like to know your location. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's it's effectively what you're saying. It's like using the toilet after Fulton. <laughs> hey, nobody wants that. No, no. <laughs> I can make the preparations you need for this. I can make this happen. How long will it take? Mm, casting the spell will take a full day of uh, of work on my part. But I will need assistance. I will need one skilled in crafting who will help to prepare the room and construct the circle to very specific parameters. And I will need one skilled in tracking and geography to help plot a successful route and a safe place for the other side of the circle well, that's obviously clearly uh, your tracker you're looking at him and for the crafter obviously we're looking at Velda Velda is clearly the person you need uh, to craft them things oh. well um, I, I mean I, I'm a bit crafty I would love to I, I craft oh, do you, do you craft Bubba do you craft as well yeah oh, that's good I've got a bit <laughs> of crafting in me Yes, no. I'm going to be honest. I, I'm, I'm what you might call a sort of uh, straight-up magic user. I don't. That sounds I don't weird when you things, say straight up. You know mm-hmm. what? Straight up. You know. Straight. I have a small card-making business. <laughs> Beelzebub, what, what are you moaning about, mate? I'm just saying I am a crafter of our chemical bombs yes. and mutagens. Yes, you keep throwing them at us. Yeah, you. Yeah. So I will do um, this with no. Kerrigan. I mean, if Beelzebub, if you were to put your craftiness in a numerical <laughs> sense, where I would you put would it? I would say it is a plus 13. God, Bubba, don't I mean, leave me like this. Don't leave me on, working out. We're going to be yes, transcending no, the boundaries no, between planes and we're going to do it with this one who dribbled on himself earlier. Yes. 
And, and I know, but he's a bit more sure of himself than I am. He's that confused. He's probably plus 13 out he's, of the thousand. He's also, you know, like he's also used to context. creating things that destroy Don't. other things. He's used to working with uh, unstable mutagens and things. It's a completely, surely it's a completely different process. Come on, Bubba. Don't, come on. Don't do this to me, Bubba. I mean, if numerically I'd have to put my craftiness in there, it's nearly half of what Bubba, he can what do. Are you do. Come on, man. Uh, if we are being if we are being to the honesty, you know, he, he was right about the grandma, so you know, maybe he has was got he? some use. Was he right about grandma? We haven't tried the Arcarinium. I mean the all the teleportation circle up uh, whatever. I, don't know I mean, what, I thought I, he was leaving two episodes ago. I don't know what's going on. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, frankly, the, the, the most successful element of crafting I've seen from him is this flesh bride. He's, and Velder indicates Jam Jam and his little flesh dress. Uh, who, I would like oh, to I point out... I show you the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's, yeah. he's still alive. He's okay. He's, he's surviving very well. Yes. So, you know, there's some crafting for you. I mean, you. there's been about 40 different versions of him. <laughs> I'm just worried I'm going to end up looking yes, like Yes, don't him. worry. Your ah, pl- your plan, uh, our plan is safe with me and Kerrigan. Kerrigan, uh, what can I say, mate? You know, I'd assist if I could, but it's all right, though. We can get to know each other, Kerrigan. I, I mean, look on the bright side. This isn't going to cost every single gold piece we own. You know. Exactly. <laughs> I will need only two hundred and fifty gold pieces. Oh, it really won't cost Easy. every gold piece we own. In order to put this. Grandma Boots is going to cover the rest. But be warned, your skills will be put to the test in plotting this route and making these arcane sigils. And if there is even the slightest point mistake in the process, you could be plunged into the sea or lost forever in the darkness. <laughs> I love the way that this guy talks. Gunter, was it? Was that your name? My name is Verma. Verma Brainsprout. Ah, yeah, okay, Verma. Sorry, sorry, Verma. And I would like to see the baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I misread. Sometimes I'm paid in other ways. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Don't worry, we'll roll so well. What are you talking about rolling things now? See, that's not even part of crafting, is it? Again, you're breaking things. Literally, literally, moments after we've entrusted our life and well-being to you, you you say that. I mean, what even was that? (laughs) Can I ask, um, uh, Mr. Verma, is it possible to have someone around, like, for assistance, like you say, wouldn't touch anything else that would just provide morale-boosting things like a bard, like Bubba, so I'm not alone with Beelzebub? (laughs) <laughs> you will not uh, it will take a full day therefore you will not necessarily be able any distractions could put away from it it is possible that some people could however we have a free bar at the uh, upstairs um, <laughs> which is available if the rest of you would wish to wait there while the two who are helping to prepare are with me preparing the ritual Where? sounds good Where mate yeah let's go I get mean, it it's going to be a big sacrifice Bye, but I think uh, I think you're willing to take it uh, I think you know. first let's go get wankered Bye. before we just before you lot scurry off to bar alright hang on there's surely got to be something we can uh, me and Beelzebub can maybe take like in bar like a portion or something like that that'll boost certain well, things we, we, we could get you some peanuts from the bar if you'd like oh, come on you, what, you, what are you yeah, doing to me I'll bring you a dwarven ale or something like this you no know, no no he's got to concentrate no 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 booze for you no a distractions a bloody portion a concentrated portion come on a 
concentrated. Yes. Do you have any like? I can ins- uh, I can inspire courage on you for about six seconds, and then yeah, you go away. How long does that last? Like well, yeah, it's like a little while. So I should be just outside the door so we can hear you. I tell you what, I mean, but at least for your first, uh, well, I've got a bond of bless. Would then I'm going to be wankered. Maybe. Well, so what we are using here, we are using ritual magic. The only things that will help you on this is something with a duration of one day or longer. Because that is the duration of the preparation. So you are going to be spending 24 hours working on this. Unfortunately, yeah. Bubba cannot stay awake for that long, uh, just constantly playing music. So that won't Weak. affect it. Um, so it's very hard to get bonuses <laughs> to it. 24 hours with Beelzebub and Carragher. <laughs> yes, and don't worry, Caracol. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven... Cadagot and Beelzebub, the bestest friends. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. We're not even there yet. We're going to do so much friendly things. <laughs> ten, eleven, twelve. <laughs> right, well, uh, Carragot just uh, Carragot. This, taking a kukri out of his boot and he's just like, oh, putting it to his eye, like, oh, Carragot, don't worry. We'll have one for you. Good luck. And Beelzebub needs to go find the free bar. <laughs> you listen to the sound of songs um, as you kind of look back and see Caragor's worried face <laughs> and you see Wormer just kind of smile at you as he closes the door with Beelzebub and Caragor inside <laughs> and that is where we leave it for tonight oh, yeah. wow oh, was, that a, was that a dangling uh, name no, no, uh, it is no, not. Is that no, you're, no, you're, no, you're no. basing it on Werner Herzog, Werner right? Herzog, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an amazing yeah, impression. Yeah. I was it very was great. impressed. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you must play with That's the good. best guy. This week's episode was made possible by our amazing patrons, specifically our Dangerling of the Week, Matt, Letty. Matt, you can do this because you made them have yourself a danger point if you want to get your name on the show just go to patreon.com slash danger club podcast thank you matt we'll see you all next week 